Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Come on, man, don't hurt yourself. I need to watch a game with Keyshawn Johnson. Ooh, don't hurt yourself chasing me, I need me, to watch fella. a game. That would be a moment. The way you react to highlights is fantastic. Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin, good morning from New York City, Lady Liberty. I know Waddle was saying right there when he turned that corner on that dig route, don't don't hurt your back, young fella. <laughs> don't hurt your back. That feeling. What you lead back there? That feeling when you leave. By the way, we are presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear hotline. But, but that feeling for both of you, again, I think I might have said this yesterday, but it bears repeating. Yes. You do the move off the line and just just completely destroy somebody who, who now has to chase you in your route. You cross over. He falls one way. You're already gone the other. That well, feeling I was exponentially must be, faster than Key, though. All right, but in but your I'm not sport. even fist to get into what I ran and all that. If you I didn't think, get into you, what you, you, I didn't even get into what you, you ran. I didn't say you, that. I just said you that I'm really fast. trying to talk about wanted, a nice no, thing. I know, but I just wanted trouble. him to know that I'm, I was faster no, than no, him. No, that's not what you tried to do. <laughs> See, you want to set this damn narrative like the people out there in the world. I didn't world, set any narrative. Like I couldn't run. I didn't say you couldn't Here, run. Here's what I would say, and I'll say this say on national radio and TV, and I'll turn to you as I say it. I like when you look at me and you say things. In the history of the National Football League, skill position players, i.e. running back, wide receiver, defensive back, mm-hmm. they don't go number one overall or in the top five picks of the National Football League if they can't blankety blank run. So <laughs> I'm going to leave it at that. If you can't run, but I, they're I, not taking you number one overall. I, I didn't say you can't Period. run. I just say you can't run like me. I'm a different speed, Key. He was. Come on, man. I mean, you were number one pick. I ain't taking that away from you. I was the second pick. You had a great I mean, Here's what you guy had. that came to the draft that year. That's fine. Here's, I'm just saying. Here's what Jay Billis' scout report said. Jay's speed is exponentially J- better he, than he, Keyshawn he Johnson's said speed. His scouting report said very great, <laughs> very short great. area quickness. <laughs> Outside pop, of pop, that, pop, pop, pop. struggles at the three-point and free throw line. No, that's wrong. That's wrong. That's wrong. Just free throw line. Just a free oh, throw just line. a free, just throw, a free throw, line. throw line. Okay. Thank so you, Evan. Struggles at Thank the free you, throw yep. line. <clears throat> could get better with practice. A little undersized for the guard position. Nope. Six but two. But could undersized. turn into a solid player. Nope. Over time. Wrong. That's what it said. Who's the suspect? Reminds us, and it wrong. says whose breakdown and was it that? And it said Jay Billis's. It <laughs> said comp. I'm telling you what it says. I'm reading it right now. You're not, you're not says, looking at anything. It says You're comp. looking at thin air, making it, it up as you say it. It says comp. <laughs> Raymond felt <laughs> no. could lead no, the team. <laughs> Raymond, <laughs> you're my man, Raymond. <laughs> Don't laugh. Khalil out of me. Come, 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 oh, Khalil out of no. me. <laughs> no. That's what it says. No. It's so not true. Reminds it's us so a lot. Long. Reminds us a lot of a young key. Did you run a four six? Bobby Hurley. Did you run a four six key? I, I'm not gonna say anything, man. I ain't gonna say oh, nothing. I'm just gonna man. say I was fast I was enough. Simply asking that question of what Chris that Chambers, feels Keyshawn like. Johnson. There's all kinds of. Oh. See now we get ready to go into. Well, now you took it to the dark level. Now I'm gonna go to the you, white meat. You, now you didn't to took to, it. You you brought it there. You didn't have now, to bring it now there. Now I'm gonna go to the white meat. Oh boy. I'll go to. I, see, I wonder sure? if you win the sprint right now. You might be able to not get me. I, I bet you you can't. I got one you leg. Got some, I think I can you got get some you. Issues, so you I think I can get you trouble. on one leg, though. I still got quickness. You cause yourself some issues. You're gonna get into a trouble. A long time. I still. I think. I still think I get you. Stop, man. Stop. Chase got a report of you know. You ain't running like the same weight you were back then. Jay, I think did, didn't weren't you emailed Keyshawn's scouting report? 
Oh, was, was I emailed I believe, Keyshawn Scott report? Let me see. I believe. Look at my email here from. If it wasn't mail Kuiper, it don't matter. I no. believe there's something. I don't think I was emailed anything. No. Yeah. No. There isn't something. No, I don't. You'll find I don't want to do that. that. You'll find. I don't want to do that to Key. I know what my scouting report was. Four six. Sexy. Chocolate. <laughs> Jeez. Personality. This is, this is not. This is. <laughs> I can't. I got it. a resume. I can't. With I you. got a cold resume. Mm. I can list everything that I ever done. Alan said Ed Edwards' cousin. Man, bye, man. Come on, man. Let's move. What, Anthony show. Edwards let's, is let's, your little right, cousin. I, no, I, I, like about? I said, I was asking a very innocent, like, fantasy moment question about how regular people like me can't – they don't understand the moments that you guys have and what is that like. No, it's, and it a great, into, it's, a great, it's a great moment, man. It's, we have who's fun. Who's faster? That's why, that's why our show is the best show <laughs> in sports talk radio and TV, period. And that's what Michael and Queens completely agrees with us. Period. We will talk just Whether you like it or you don't, I see Get it. So, Tell all right, guys. Um, I love you, kid. Todd McShay's <laughs> final prediction. Predictions for all 32 first-round picks is out, hot off the presses. No surprise at the very top, Trevor Lawrence. No surprise at number two, Zach Wilson. Number three, Keyshawn? Trey Lance. Yeah, San not Francisco 49ers. But it's not a surprise. And he says me. this is where it gets interesting with a departure from what we've been predicting for the past month, and that would be Alabama's Mac Jones. And then he just says Lance has a huge arm and the tools to develop into an excellent NFL starter. Uh, he has a chance to learn behind, learn and develop behind Jimmy Garoppolo for a year or two before mm. taking over. At four, Kyle Pitts to the Falcons. That, that also could be interesting. interesting. That w- that would that's be really very where the right? now. How about this? The Bengals. Can you like the uh, uh, Jamar like Chase? This? Jamar Chase. The Dolphins go Jalen Waddle. Wow. And then, of course, Detroit goes with Penny Sewell, which for Jared Goff, I'm sure he would love that. Yeah, two, you, and, then and then Carolina would go with Slater. Slater. So two Carolina, which men, also yeah. makes a lot of sense, and Sam Darnold would certainly be happy with that. And then Justin Fields <laughs> to, to Denver. Denver, who just got Teddy Bridge quarterback. That, that, and top all, ten, Sertain the solid. second to the Cowboys. It all sounds about right, I would say. The only, the, right. only, the only thing I don't see is, I, I mean, look, Cincinnati could do that, but I mean, he's got to protect Joe Burrow. You got to protect him. Give it, he wants to Thank give him you. weapons instead, right? Like, there's two ways you could balance it. You could think that, you know, you could get they one in the draft. They already got Boyd, and they already right. have T. Higgins that they drafted mm-hmm. a year ago, young receiver out of Clemson yep. that had an exceptional rookie uh, season, in my estimation. Um, Just because of the continuity that I, I Jamar Chase and Joe had when they were at LSU, I mean, without being. I, I don't know that I would go. J- Jamar Chase over Penny Sewell. If I think Penny Sewell is the next Anthony Munoz, like a lot of people predict, then I got to do that because tackles can play 20 years. I could have that dude. Andre Whitworth was the last big left tackle they had. Prior to that, it was uh, Willie Anderson out of Auburn for a long time. And they had. Whitworth there forever. Whitworth left because they couldn't win. It was time for him to go try to win. He goes to the Rams. He's still playing. He's like a thousand years old with a full gray beard. And and so, and playing at a high level. Yes. So when you look at that, yes, maybe you got the left tackle in Jones that you drafted from Alabama a couple years ago, got hurt, missed some time. You may look to maybe move Penesul in the guard, maybe move him over the right tackle. But that's a guy that I couldn't pass on if he's sitting there for a receiver, when I got two receivers and the guy that I'm looking for is someone to lift the coverage. So I may be able to get a lift the coverage guy later on in the draft because neither one of Higgins or, or a Boyd or Burners. 
They're great receivers, but they're not what we would call guys that would just basically stretch be used field. up to stretch the field. Yeah. You, you have no real, no real uh, viable point to be on our offense right now except running mm-hmm. that way. Yeah. You can find that guy later on in the draft. If that's what they think about Chase. But don't people also say you can address the offensive line in the second round, too? Yeah, but not this dude. Not with, yeah, this dude. The, the problem is, is Penny Sewell is good. He's really good. Mm-hmm. We didn't see him play his junior, I guess it would be a senior year. We didn't see him play last season right. because he opted out. Right. But he's good. I mean, but he's good. It's also interesting it's with Atlanta going with Kyle him. Pitts. It's not a hard decision. You don't think so? No. For the Bengals. Because if I can't get the ball to you, then what good are you to oh, no, me? No. I th- that's, but I'm going off of what, what Todd's saying, not what you're saying about Sewell. I think that's the easy decision. But what Todd's saying is they go skill. I know and, I'm and saying. Because, again, the relationship, like Jay pointed out, between the quarterback and the receiver, that they go with the chemistry, and then you that, add you now know, more, so, more, more talent, and then you just figure out the offensive line I'm gonna give you some homework. elsewhere. I'm going to give you a little bit of homework. Right. Not now, I don't have a game tonight. I'm good. I got it, time. Give you a little bit of homework. When has – a receiver and a quarterback combination from the same college ever worked out? Does it happen a lot? I'd have to look that up. Guys always, they, they always try it all yep. the time. Never works out. Okay. Guy's just a guy, you know. Can I, can I tell you, though? Because what will happen to you is I'll start, you'll start focusing on him because both of y'all went to Duke, and you know him. So you're going to lock on him and forget all about me. So guess what's getting ready to happen? Mm-hmm. You're going to lose your job messing around with him. You see, I, w- I, I would also feel like if, if Penny Sewell wasn't taken by Cincinnati, I don't see Miami taking Jalen Waddle. Well, like I, well, I think I think Miami would take Penny Sewell because they would try to protect Tua. No, but I think that they're they need they like smaller receivers. Greer has Will Fuller if he could stay healthy because he's always banged up, and they got Devontae Parker. Mm-hmm. If they get a guy like Waddle, who a lot of people think is the next Tyreek Hill, then you could have a guy for those guys to lift the coverage, do different things, fly sweeps, deep crossers, post routes with him. Now you got some explosiveness to the offensive game. And now you come back later on, and maybe you turn and look at Najee Harris somewhere in the draft. You know, so – you start to see where they're going and how they're trying to build around Tua. The offensive line, offensive line isn't bad. I mean, they're, you really they're think Penny Sewell is going to drop all the way to seven? If, if Detroit, if Detroit, Cincinnati if, take, if Cincinnati doesn't take him, it makes sense for Detroit because what they want to do, they want to protect Jared Goff. Off. They want to try to bite your kneecaps off and play defense. <laughs> How about the Jets? The Jets got Mekhi Beckton oh, last year. We never year. talk about the Jets. Wait a minute, it's just 8 o'clock. Okay. Yeah, well, I, I'm also asking this because, as we're talking about, the Jets have two picks. Obviously, Zach Wilson will be the pick at two. That's what everybody's saying. That's your quarterback. You had Mekhi Beckton from last year, who had a really good rookie good, season, good, yeah, right? Good. And he's your left tackle yeah. forever. So, with the next pick, do they go skill again? Who's on the board? Well, I mean, it's, you're more than likely going to have at least one or two running backs available. You could have a wide receiver as well. I wouldn't take a receiver. I would take a receiver in the later parts. So of you'd the wait till later for that. I, I, if Najee Harris is sitting there at 23, I'm taking him. What about Etienne? Etienne, Travis Etienne. Not as much. So you made a face. That's You've done me, that before. Though. You've Why? done that before, well, though. I just face? don't. I don't like his running style. I don't. He he's elongated. He runs high to me, and he's just. He's, he can run, but it's just something about him. I don't know. Just something he's about him. It's not easy him to bring down, though. I mean, something about him hard. just doesn't 
strike me as like okay. Okay. Well, the point I'm making is is Najee. I'm like this could he be jumps a, off the he jumps off the screen oh yeah. to me. Oh yeah, no, of you course. Know? And I've why and that could be biased too because I've seen Najee since junior high. So I could be you know more about yeah, him. Yeah, I could be a little biased. But the point is, is that like this is a situation <laughs> with a, with a franchise <laughs> that biased? has Shocking. they're very Shocking. <laughs> they could have very young they could be very young at very important positions. Yes, that's the point at tackle at quarterback. And then maybe even either at running back or wide receiver, depending on where they go, that could be what, you know, again, you're building blocks, what they're trying to do. That's a reset button, obviously. When you trade Sam, they have a new coach. Everybody that they sign in free agency is 26 year, years old or younger. So they're clearly looking about looking into building something over time instead of trying to win right away, right? So wouldn't it be interesting if they just go skill in the first round? Knowing that they've got the tackle, now they'll have the quarterback, do they you know, do they get a running back? And would they be set for the future? This would be the the young team to watch mm. over time instead of a like we've been saying, who's the team they make a move and they'll be set twenty twenty one. The Jets are not on that list. No well, matter they, what they do, the Jets can't make a move today uh, tonight that will tell you, Oh wow, they're gonna be so much better in twenty one. No, Am but I everything, right? Everything I'm doing is twenty two, twenty three. Right. And so I'm taking a running back in this spot because I can go get me other skill position players. I just signed Corey Davis. So I can go get me the, – the, the draft from a receiver standpoint is pretty deep. I can go get me a guy in the fourth round that can play okay, and give us what we're looking for. Um, offensive line-wise, I can probably find some offensive linemen in the second and the third round that's going to be successful and play a very long time in the NFL. I don't have to reach – for an offensive lineman. But if I think that a guy like Najee Harris is jumping off the screen, right. then that's the guy I need to go get. Well, it's, it's an interesting conversation on the Jets, and let's bring in a former Jet, Chad Pennington, who joins us right now on the Goodyear Hotline. Good morning, Chad. Thanks for joining us. Good morning. How are you guys doing? What's right, up, right. man? Good, right, good, good, good. So, Zach Wilson seems like the pick at number two for the Jets. It's been all along that everybody's been saying it. And, in fact, now in some uh, reports that they're saying that Zach Wilson's even gone as far as reaching out to former Jet quarterbacks like yourself, uh, Mark Sanchez, and some others. And what it's like, what's the experience like to play in New York, play for the Jets? Can you confirm that you talked to him? And if you did, what advice did you give him? Well, we have just texted uh, concerning getting together. We have not gotten together yet or or talked in depth. Uh, We just made a connection through John Beck, who I played with, down in Miami, and I believe John has been working with Zach and also a fellow BYU alum. So not necessarily yet, but I'm certainly looking forward to that call because uh, I may have some answers to the test. <laughs> what advice would you give him then when you do talk to him? Well, I think, first of all, when you move to a city like New York uh, and you're not used to that big metropolitan area, you really got to study what it's like to be a professional in New York and, and reach out to some people and, and talk about that. Because, quite frankly, being a New York athlete, you're exposed to more interviews on a daily basis. There's more people within your locker room. Uh, there's more uh, stories about you. And everyone's trying to get that certain angle. And so really trying to work with people on how to answer those questions, how to make sure that uh, – you don't let that bother your preparation and, and not let that become a distraction is really, really important. Chad, if, if you were picking at two, who would you take at the quarterback spot? Well, Key, I really haven't studied all of them in depth uh, to, to be able to uh, you know answer that. But at the same time, I do think that this draft is extremely talented with quarterbacks. And so 
an organization like like the Jets, they really have to go in and say, okay, first of all, before we even decide who we're picking, what are we doing offensively? Mm. What are we going to ask this young quarterback to do? Because there are going to be certain systems where Zach Wilson fits in really great. There's going to be certain systems where it's Mac Jones, uh, Trey Lance. You know, the, it's all about the system and the structure and the organization that I think you put around the player more than just the player himself. Chad, what do you think allowed you to be successful your first year with the Jets? Well, you know, Jason, the first thing, I didn't play until uh, two years of four games. And so going into my third year was when I actually uh, received starting time. And I was lucky to have a veteran like Vinny Tessaverde that I could just sit back and watch. The second thing that I think helped with my success was that I was able to make mistakes behind closed doors. So the first two years, I was able to throw those interceptions, make those mistakes in practice. No one wrote about those. No one even <laughs> knew about those things. And so then once I got onto the field in the third year, I felt like I was mentally prepared to lead the Jets. I also felt like I had learned a little bit about what it was like just to be a professional. And not only it wasn't just about going to class, training, and playing football. I had all these other things I had to learn how to how to handle as well. See, it's the contrast then that that you have from your experience and obviously being able to play behind a veteran and accomplish one at that, being in the quarterback room and not having the pressure of performing right away. But the Jets have when they draft quarterbacks, especially very high, they'll play them right away. We saw it with Mark Sanchez. We've saw it with Sam Darnold, and the expectation is that's what it's going to be for Zach Wilson as well. And then, of course, in New York, what, what are your thoughts on that, on, on what they face, what all of these guys have faced stepping into a situation for Mark, much different than Sam, obviously, and will be for Zach as well, but playing right away with the Jets, your thoughts on just that and what it means for a young quarterback? Well, my question is, Zach Wilson's 21, Sam Darnold was 21. We're going to place a billion-dollar organization on a 21-year-old's shoulders. Doesn't make sense to me, really. Um, I don't know how you can ask a 21-year-old to handle all of that. And so to be able to have a veteran in there so a 21-year-old can actually learn. And I get the patience thing. I know that it's not going to be a five-year process anymore. I know that our league is younger. That when I was in Miami in 2008, we only had six guys that were 30 years or older. The average age of the league now is 25.4. And so our, our young guys do have to play earlier. But at the quarterback position, where there's so much development, where there's only two men in the organization that carry records, the head coach and the quarterback. No one else has, ever has to carry a record when it comes to his team. What are we going to do as an organization? What is any organization going to do when you're bringing a 21-year-old quarterback in? Are you just going to dump it in his lap? Because if you do, that's completely unfair. Chad, what about your draft day? What do you remember? It's draft day, obviously, it's memories. Keyshawn gave us his. Jay talked about his with the NBA. What was draft day like for you? Draft day for me was a celebration. I just remember all of the hard work I put in leading up to the draft, the combine, the interviews, the pro day. And so it was really a celebration for me with family, friends, people that I deemed that was part of my success up to this point. And so I just really wanted to enjoy it, uh, quite frankly. That's why I didn't go to New York. I stayed in East Tennessee, rented a houseboat on the lake, and we were going to have nice. some fun and just try to enjoy the process because at the end of the day, there's only so many – young men that get a chance to be drafted in the NFL. And so that is something that you want to enjoy and not get caught up in, into all the media and the hype and things like that. Just enjoy having this opportunity because once this day is over, it is strictly down to business. That's over and it's about playing the game of football.
Chad, the Jets have four first-round picks thanks to the terrific trade made by Mike Tannenbaum and the Jets' front office for shipping key to the Bucks. Oh. Um, <laughs> how much were the Jets on your radar ahead of the draft? Hey, I, I, I can't be mad at Key. He got a Super Bowl ring out of that. I, I know. He, he, <laughs> hey, I got everything. Hey, Chad, Chad, hey, Chad I got everything that I wanted when I went to the Jets. Chad, I got my ring. Every I time Mike Tannenbaum comes on the show, Key's like, Thanks for trading me. I got a championship. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Exactly. And if he and I would have played together, I promise you I would have got him the ball. I promise you that. There's yeah. no doubt about it. You had no other choice but <laughs> to get it to me. <laughs> hey, Chad, we appreciate your insight and for joining us this morning. Thanks so much. Have a good one, Chad. Hey, thank you, guys. Have a great day. Thank you. All right, Chad Penny, again, a 2000 first-round pick of the Jets <laughs> and later a quarterback with the Jets, also with Miami, a two-time NFL comeback player of the year. Somebody that's still Jet fans today feel one of Wait, the smartest quarterbacks the they had. We keep talking about the Jets. Yeah, eight o'clock hour. Michael in Queens is probably eight o'clock hour, and the guy from was it? Yeah, Michael from Queens, right? Yeah, he's yeah. very happy about Zach this. Wilson. Zach you know Wilson. What? Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. We just say it many times. Queens. You want it? You want another Jets first round quarterback? Because we can do that. Oh yeah, let's go to another one. Mark Sanchez going to join us next on what he told Zach Wilson about playing for the Jets. Zach Wilson, all day, every day, right here on KJZ. And, of course, we'll get to that after Key, another Jet, former Jet, has this from O'Reilly. ESPN Jets. (laughs) Keeping your car clean is simple. Expensive maintenance that can help keep your car looking like new. O'Reilly Auto Parts has a car wash and wax for painted, painted surfaces, as we all No, as interior care products like leather and vinyl, carpet and upholstery cleaner. Visit O'Reilly for Clean Care Month. In their personal parts, people will make sure you get the best detailing products for your vehicle. Shop your local store or online at O'ReillyAuto.com. Now, I think Zach Wilson, because of the situation in New York, has to go be spectacular. When you watch the pro day, everyone's so enamored with the throw across the field. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. 
Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. All Jets all the time, Keyshawn. ESPN Jets. Yes. ESPN well, Jets. it depends uh, on where you, you ask. We either talk too much uh, New York or not enough New York. If you play for the Jets or you work for the Jets, you just when your career's over, you just come to ESPN. Is that what happens? Or if you're a Jets fan, apparently. <laughs> or it if seems you're to Jet work fans. out for, for yeah. Greeny, myself. It's easy. Others. Yeah. I love, this. I love this game. And you know what? And while Jets people are on the network – Jets people, come on and talk to us. Mark Sanchez being one of them. ESPN football analyst who joins us right now on the Goodyear Hotline. Mark, welcome to ESPN Jets. Good morning. (laughs) Thanks for having me with the ESPN Jets. (laughs) What's up, fellas? Good morning. Welcome, brother. Fight on, man. You've got the – also, yes. Fight on, baby. ESPN Trojans as well. Um, So you have a number two pick for the Jets, and it'll be a quarterback, as everybody expects, Zach Wilson. And as the story goes, uh, he's reaching out to former Jet quarterbacks and asking about their experience, and you are one of them. So, Mark, what advice did you give him? Oh, I, I uh, first, I commended him on doing that. I think that's, that's important anytime you get into a situation that you know somebody's been through, especially something like this, playing quarterback in New York, that's uh, very unique. I think it's important to reach out to other people. So I was I was a little surprised, but that told me a lot about him. I know he's reached out to uh, Chad Pennington. It sounds like and and a kid who's who's very curious. And you could tell, you could hear it in his voice. He's excited. He wants to he wants to play well. He wants this to work out, and he wants to know what New York's all about. And so, the biggest thing I told him is, you know, and, and Keyshawn knows this from playing in in that market, but. Um, you know, whatever you do, and, and I use the example of the GQ photo shoot my rookie year. Mm-hmm. And I said, listen, some people were going to say, you know, quarterback doing GQ, oh, he doesn't like football. He's, that's a little too risque <laughs> for me. You know, I, I don't like that. I, I don't like that in my quarterback. But if you did a, you know, good housekeeping and home and gardening magazine <laughs> with your dog and your wife and your two kids, Family some people guy. are going to say, man – I don't like, yeah, you know, that's a little too buttoned up for me. I, I want my quarterback, soft. I want a little more edgier guy. Yeah, yeah he's too soft, you know? <laughs> so I said, no matter what, because of the market, that's just the way it's going to be. So the most important thing is to understand who are you, like who you are, and, and if you're comfortable in your own skin, whatever you do marketing-wise. But whatever you do, and, and I, um, I was big into this, uh, whatever you do, try and incorporate your teammates. If you get invited to a Broadway show or a movie premiere or you're in a commercial, try not to do it by yourself. Just say, hey, I need more tickets to this event because I'm bringing my linemen. I'm bringing my receivers. I'm bringing the running backs this time. I'm bringing the tight ends, whatever it is. 
I said incorporate your guides because they're not going to get that invite. You are. Make it a team thing as much as you can and and keep the group together and make sure they know that all that stuff on the outside, like football is my number one, all this other stuff is just fun. And and I, I know the guys knew that about me, uh, and, and that was the most important thing. So I, I hit him with that. I said, as long as you're keeping football number one and you can manage the outside distraction, you're going to be fine. And, and I understand when people say, like, well, you just block it out, right? You just don't, don't listen to it. It's nearly impossible because you got to do a press conference once a week as the quarterback. And before you walk into that press conference, you got 20 minutes of a debrief with your PR guy who's telling you all the news that's circulating in the media. About you. So, <laughs> yeah, about you, about the team, about what somebody said, about, you know. So you can't you, – it's almost impossible. And, and I understand you're not going to just sit there and read the post in the daily news every day, but you know what's going on. You, you're not just completely removed from it. So um, – and then, you know, obviously I, I just said, hey, if you need anything out there, restaurants or anything, contacts or anything, of course I got you. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Mark Sanchez, uh, former fifth-round pick, uh, fifth overall pick of the New York Jets and ESPN analyst, joined us on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Did you, did you talk to him at all, Mark, about you, the type of organization you came to what it was like with Rex having a solid veteran defense that made things a little easier for you, unlike the situation he's getting ready to go into? Um, I didn't go into that too much, but I just, you know, when people have asked about the situation and people wanted to make, people wanted to find a similarity with me and Sam Darnold, with me and uh, Zach Wilson, because you want to go to like the most recent guy that's had any kind of level of success, right? Like, we went to two AFC championship games, so everybody's like, oh, okay, well, they're taking a quarterback from Southern California and Sam Darnold, and they're going to do the same thing. I'm like, well, hold on now. The Jets are drafting this early in the draft because they're one of the worst teams in the league, not because they traded up from 15-16 like they did with me. And that's, that's a really good point you made, Key, because that was a veteran team. They were nine and seven the year before the year before that, I think they went like 10 and six and went to the playoffs with Pennington. So this is a team that it, it took a while to get good. And they were adding pieces along the way. I happened to get there at the right time, you know, like that, that was a great time for a young quarterback to get there, to have a solid run game, five blocks of granite up front in the offensive line. DeBrickishaw, two first rounders in, in DeBrickishaw Ferguson and, and uh, Nick Mangold. You got Brandon Moore, uh, you know, Damian Woody and Alan Fanica as your rookie O line. Are you kidding me? Mm. Thomas Jones as your running back and Tony Richardson, your fullback? Like, that's a quarterback's best friend. So then you get a badass defense in there and they're getting us the ball back right when I give it to the defense. You know what I'm saying? So as a quarterback, as a rookie, it's like, dude, this is the best situation you can be in. For him, they got 10 draft picks this year, and they, they, they need a lot of work. They, they need some help. And these guys are going to take some time to develop. Not everybody develops right away, right? Mm-hmm. Even if they hit on all 10 of these draft picks, 
it could take two to three seasons for these guys to really mature and become potential pro bowlers. But Mark, here, here, so here's, one of, like, here's one of the things I'm a little bit worried about. You see, because you know, I played on a young team in Chicago, and it was the pressure yeah. was relentless. Right, the one thing that Key and I talk about this all the time: Key being from LA, playing at USC; you being from Long Beach and Cali, playing at USC. Like you're used to dealing with that. You guys had that when you're at USC. Right? But, but a guy like him, Zach Wilson, coming here from Utah. You know, predominantly small, intimate, it feels like now coming to a relentless type of swirl, chaotic swirl, like it is here in New York. Like, how do you – you can't really prepare for that. Yeah, there's there's no prep for that. If anybody was the most prepared, I feel like it was me. Coming from SC at the time, there was no pro football team. It was us, the Dodgers, the Lakers, you know, the Kings. Like, we were essentially like a pro team because of all the coverage we got. And it still took a little bit to get used to all that because it's different. It's bigger when it's going well. It's probably 10 times as good when it's going bad. It's probably a hundred times as bad. So it's just, it's just the nature of the beast, but the biggest thing they got to do. And, and it's, it's a very fine line of coddling your quarterback and being focused on your quarterback, right? Giving him enough media exposure and then protecting him when you need to especially early on and uh, managing expectations. Like that's just something that that market is very, um, you know, isn't used to right. Saying, Hey, just give us a couple years to make this work out. Got a lot of draft picks. Let's let these guys grow up. No. And that's unrealistic, but that's the situation they're in. Yeah. Mark, as a, as a guy who spent 15 years as a beat writer, we don't do that here. It's right away. Of course be, you not. are anointed, of course you're held to a high standard and, uh, the the irony is, Mark, you're the guy that set that standard as the rookie that came in. Well, Mark Sanchez did it, and that's oh, okay. despite everything you described. That's certainly how it's going to go for Zach Wilson. There's no doubt about. It. But your perspective was valuable, and we'd certainly appreciate it today. Thank you. Fight on, Mark. Let's go. Fight on, baby. Thanks for having me, guys. We'll talk right. soon. All right, Mark. You got if it, you Mark. notice, he mentioned every L.A. professional team except <laughs> the Clippers. So I just, I, I, so I just, my ears uh, peaked up a little bit. He said that. everybody except the Clippers. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, you know what's interesting, too, is what he described sounded a lot like what he described that he walked into sounded like whoever's getting drafted at three is going to walk into in San Francisco. Yes. Pretty mm-hmm. much the same type Built. of situation. All right, so the latest coming up next of what will happen at number three with Adam Schefter. He's joining us next. KJZ, on your smart speakers by saying simply play ESPN radio. Wind it up. Got it downfield. Got a man. Leaping grab by Waddle inside the 10. Bomb thrown by Mac Jones. Mac Jones is going to be the riser in this draft. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Do you net? KJZ, ESPN Radio, anticipating NFL draft tonight. What a buildup for this draft. We were just talking about how... This is clearly like the biggest thing of the year when it comes to ESPN. It's the full coverage of it, the exclusive coverage of it all over all platforms. ABC, ESPN, ESPN Radio as well. 7 p.m. Eastern tonight is when the coverage begins. 8 o'clock is when the draft begins. But it's just the enormity of this. But it also feels like this draft with the quarterbacks, especially the conversations, the desperation for some teams. It just feels like this draft has just a lot of intensity built up in it. Yeah, this, the springtime, in, in terms of events, the NFL draft is the biggest in the spring. I don't know anything. I mean, you could March tell me. March Madness. That, you could tell me. No, nah, to me, yeah. the NFL draft is bigger than March Madness, yeah. to me. Yeah, well, because, well again, well, draft is one weekend. March Madness is spread over a month, yeah, and it's it, on different yeah. networks yeah. all over the place. So It's just, right. it's a different animal. But when you look at the quarterbacks, you, it's a storyline every single year that goes into the draft. Most of the time, it swirls around. The quarterbacks, if there's a, a plethora of quarterbacks that are worthy of certain picks in certain places. Mm-hmm. Every now and then, you might get a, a, a red flag guy that becomes very interesting based on the red flags that people There's always a dramatic story. The, yeah. Lermy Tunsil, like, yeah. something like that. Also having a guy that drops Lermy, like a stone. Lermy Tunsil. Yeah, and we don't know why. <laughs> but money, the guy that certainly has covered this mo- more than, uh, than any of us, Adam Schefter, who joins us right now, ESPN Senior NFL Insider on the Goodyear Hotline. Uh, you have Adam Schefter, by the way, has Jaguars head coach Urban Meyer uh, on his podcast, prepping for the NFL draft. So, Schefter, welcome. Good morning. Thanks for joining us. Um, so Todd McShay's new mock draft is out, and he made a change at number three. He now has Trey mm-hmm. Lance going to the 49ers. Just curious of your thoughts and what you think is going to happen there at three. The truth is I don't know. I mean, they've made their decision. They traded up to number three with the intention to draft Mac Jones, but also with the intention to have four or five weeks to go through the draft process and to do a deep dive and to Trey Lance and Justin Fields. That's exactly what they did. And I know, in speaking with various members of the team over the weekend, that they were torn over the whole decision because Trey Lance had done a lot to close the gap between Mac Jones and everybody else. And he made the decision a lot tougher, a lot tougher than people thought it was going to be. And so uh, you've got that going on right now, and – they, they, over the weekend, did not know. I think now they do know. But I also think that they're not ready to say that, and they're not going to say it until tonight. They're going to keep it close to the vest. And we'll find out tonight whether they continue on with Mac Jones or whether they saw enough from Trey Lance to change their minds. That's what we don't know. Hmm. 
Adam, as dialed in as you are and have been in the National Football League over time, knowing everybody and everything, what happens to Jimmy? What what happens to Jimmy G if the 49ers select Mac Jones? Does Jimmy G get put on the move if they select Trey Lance or Justin Fields? Does Jimmy G stay? Then we lost him. Did we lose Chef? Or we lost him. Maybe not. It's mm-hmm. a great Chef question. <laughs> great question, though. No, it, is a good, it is a good question. I think we might have lost the, the connection with uh, Adam Chef. We'll I'm, try I'm to just get curious if the front office believes if they do select Mac Jones that he is ready to take this team to win a Super Bowl because that's essentially what you're doing. Well, if, if, you're, if you're putting Jimmy G on the move, like you're the taking Mark Sanchez Mac Jones, thing, right? All right, you're so ready right now. Chef, he's back. I don't know if you – did you catch the question yeah. from Keyshawn? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard it. And basically, it doesn't really matter – which quarterback they pick. Oh, you hear that noise in the background? That's the rain in Cleveland. I'm walking on the streets here. No. But so, sorry anyway, about that, man. The, it doesn't matter which quarterback they pick. They still, I think they would be open to moving Jimmy Garoppolo, but they're not going to trade him just to trade him, and they're not going to do it unless they get what they, what they perceive to be fair value. And I can tell you that right now, they have not gotten that, and I don't think they're going to get that. And they think, and they're operating, as if Jimmy G is going to be on the roster. And I don't know that Jimmy G is, Jimmy G is thrilled with this turn of events. They traded up to draft a quarterback, but this is what it is. And you know what? Alex Smith was a year in Kansas City when they drafted Patrick Mahomes, and then they traded him to Washington. And I think that Jimmy G is on a similar plan right now, unless, unless – the 49ers get an offer that they can't refuse, which I don't sense somebody is going to make tonight. And so that leaves Jimmy G basically in a situation where it looks like he's going to be in San Francisco this season. If, if one of these quarterbacks fall to a spot where the Patriots can move up, do the Patriots move up to take one of the other three quarterbacks that potentially could fall? Well, you know, that, that's the great question tonight is that You've got a situation where the Niners are going to pick their quarterback, whoever it is, at number three. And so Justin Fields and either Trey Lance or Mac Jones is not going to go three. So they're going to be two quarterbacks available after the first three picks are made. Now, how do those teams value those guys? Who wants to move up for them? Who's going to take them? You know, Atlantis talked about Trey Lance an awful lot. Uh, but I still think that the league perspective is that they're not going to be able to bypass Kyle Pitts. And so, you know, we'll see where these two quarterbacks go after San Francisco picks. That's the first real storyline, right? What does San Francisco do? And then where do the other two quarterbacks that they don't take wind up going? Shefty, if you have two of those quarterbacks that are still hovering, and if you're the Broncos, even though you made this trade for Teddy Two Gloves uh, and you have Drew Locke, do you see them still drafting a quarterback? Teddy Bridgewater does not impact the Broncos' plans at number nine tonight. They essentially got him because Carolina paid $7 million this salary to start, and the Panthers paid three. Or, uh, the Panthers paid seven. The Broncos paid three. And you're getting a guy in Teddy that can be a great mentor, a great mentor. And by the way, 
if Denver goes and drafts a quarterback, then there's three. Now you got rookie first-round pick, whoever that is. You got Teddy Bridgewater, and to me that leaves open the possibility that Drew Locke then could wind up being traded. I mean, that's not out of the question. Shefty, we appreciate your time. Thanks so much. Get out the rain. It's, get, it, get warm, man. Stay dry, Shefty. No doubt about Bye-bye. that. He's in Cleveland, and of course it's raining. I didn't, I, I didn't even think it was raining. Yeah. All I right, know. Mike Tannenbaum is going to join us for the final hour before the draft and our final four picks of the KJZ mock draft, including a celebrity picker for the defending champ.